Yinzers, Jagoffs, and that. It's a brand new podcast. It is Friday, January 22nd, 2021. We haven't missed a Friday yet. That's that's honestly a surprise. This wasn't a New Year's resolution. This wasn't something I just planned I was going to do. It just happened. I just said, I might do it, and then I did it. Morning Show Podcast kicking you off. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening. Hopefully it's in the morning. Otherwise, the name's honestly kind of meaningless. But, um, hello. Welcome. My name's Scott. Uh, let's see here. Podcast is brought to you by Scotty Vlogs. Tired of the fake stuff on the internet? All that fake LA garbage that you have to watch? <laughs> Lord knows I am. So, here's what I got for you. You can choose to watch, you know, someone that's real, someone that doesn't fake stuff, someone that has fun with it. A smaller channel. Scotty Vlogs. My personal YouTube channel. S-C-O-T-T-Y-V-L-O-G-S. Scotty Vlogs. It's my own personal YouTube channel. Um, you know, if you want to watch that fake LA stuff, don't watch on the internet. That's garbage. That, more garbage on YouTube will get promoted if you watch other garbage. It's just the way YouTube works. They want to promote more garbage to try and keep you intrigued in fake drama, fake stuff, stuff that doesn't exist. You want to go watch some fake drama, go watch like a damn like reality show, okay? Get that crap out of here. Watch watch cable television. Watch, watch CNN. Watch the news, all right? That's that's your drama, okay? Go watch your drama over there. If you want to watch some real stuff, you want to support a small creator, watch Scotty Vlogs. Again, that's my YouTube channel. I just did a video this past week, actually. I went through my five favorite videos that I have made by myself. As a vlogging channel, doing it for so long, I had to start doing videos by myself, but I also filmed them with other people. But I highlighted the five videos that I've made by myself that I like the most. So, to review... Go check out Scotty Vlogs if you haven't already. Go support the channel. Go support small creators because, let's be honest, YouTube ain't helping anyone out here. YouTube, YouTube's not like it used to be. So go help someone out if you can. Go tell your friends. Go tell your neighbors. Tell the homeless guy. Tell the dude that, you know, sucks guys off under the highway. Go do something like that. Help a brother out if you know what I mean. And if not, well, just listen to the podcast. I mean, we can only ask for so much these days. You know, take what you can get and, um... Appreciate all of you listening, watching, viewing, subscribing, liking, commenting, all that, and a bunch more. Uh, let's kick into this podcast. Um, yeah, roll the music. rise up what's going on it's friday it's recorded on a wednesday but it's friday january 22nd recording this on a wednesday uh this is the last podcast i'm actually recording here before i go back up to school in pittsburgh um man time time kind of flew back here here's some interesting stuff when i go back up to school i have to get a covid test taken i have to get it's like a pcb or a pcr or something like that COVID test. I have to get that taken. It's like where they take the the really long nose swab thing, the really long Q-tip. They shove it up your nose and they scratch the back of your corneas or whatever the hell it is. But they have to do that to me. They have to take the test. This is the kind where it goes to the lab and they like, I don't know, like drink it or spit on it or examine it or I don't know what they do with it. But they they mix it with a chemical or something. They find out if I have 
COVID, and if I do, then I get kicked out, but if I don't, I can stay on campus. Here's the catch, though. I mean, taking the test, you know what? I knew eventually I was going to have to take one anyway. I didn't think it was going to be for school, but I have to take one. Here's the catch. After I get my COVID test, which would be today when you're listening, I have to get that like three o'clock in the afternoon. After that's done, I have to go quarantine in my room from Friday afternoon through Monday morning. So two and a half days of quarantining in my dorm room. Um, I mean, I've kind of done that already this past semester. That's that's what half the, the time was up there was just staying in my room, watching movies, YouTube, listening to podcasts, watching stuff. I mean, that's, that's all you can do, listen to music and everything. So I have to quarantine for two and a half days after I get my nose swab. I don't know how long it takes for them to come back with the results for this test, but I'm sp- I think they come back with the results before I'm guessing Monday morning, first day of classes start. So before my final semester starts, kind of crossing my fingers, I mean, I don't think I have it. I haven't really been around that many people. I haven't been around anyone that's had it. So fingers crossed that, you know, the wind doesn't blow in the wrong direction when I get out of the car to go get my test taken. But um, this, this is the last one before I go back up to school. Last semester, and my God, has it been a true hustle and journey to finally get to this last semester to get my bachelor's. I got my associate's degree. I got that back at what? The start of 2019? May of 2019? I started college though in the fall of 2016 at community college. Like I, I've been in college for a while. I took, I took my half gap year and everything, but I've been in college for a while. I took two and a half years to get my associate's degree. Took me a while to get there and the reason that happened was because I was, I I took one less class than I think I was supposed to per semester, and I didn't know that at the start. So, I, well, I think I was taking four or five, something like that, my first few semesters at community college, but I had to get, what is it? I had to take like uh, six, and I think I was allowed to do 18 or 19 credits max. I didn't know that. I didn't know that coming into community college. So it took me two and a half years to get my associates. I also had to take some online classes. Um, oh, and I also had like, I had like two entry level because for community college, you can take this um, like entry level test just so they can kind of tell where you are. Like you can't fail it, but they just figure out like where you're at and they place you in classes that way. Um, I did very bad in math, I think. I think math is what killed me. I had to take two, I forget what they're called. It's like remedial, but I think they have a different term for it in college now. But I had to take that. So I was kind of delayed like my first year on credits and whatnot. So it wasn't the prettiest looking transcript at the start. But after two and a half years of taking community college classes, I had an overabundance of credits that just passed on when I came up to school in Pittsburgh. Um, this is a real unique story. I'm one credit short of my 120 credits to graduate with a bachelor's degree. <laughs> I'm not even making this up because I have two minors. I got those over the summer during the pandemic. Um, I didn't know those credits from the minor went to your major and count on your transcript towards your bachelor's degree. So the only thing I'm actually missing is like core classes right now. And they're like kind of easier classes. So I was like, I mean, that's kind of cool. I'm get, get senioritis if you want. I mean, it's not like it's going to affect anything. Just go get senioritis at this point. 
but I've, I've been on a, a journey. I've been on a hustle. I have not a traditional four year. I, God, what is this now? Almost what? Six years. No, that can't be right. You got fall of 2016, fall of 2017, fall of 2018, fall of 2019, fall of 2020. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Five and a half years. You know, like I, I took that half gap year after I graduated community college. I didn't know where I was going just yet. I didn't know what I was doing just yet. But man, five and a half years would be nice to finish this thing up. It's It's been a journey. It's, I feel like I'm getting my PhD almost at this point. I've taken a lot of classes and a lot of different things. In this final year and a half or so, it's been more film related. So it's the way it goes. I mean, I've, I've changed. I, I wanted to do cybersecurity when I started. Then we switched over to journalism and then we switched over to film. So there's some classes that didn't really mean anything for a film bachelor, but they all counted toward the associate at community college for me. But besides that, that's kind of what's going on here. I mean, I got to get this, this COVID test taken. I mean, I don't know if I'm supposed to like be like scared or like anxious or something like I, I've, I, I handle needles. I can do like needles and shots and everything that I can handle. You know, when they put that numbing, like, wet towelette thing on your arm and everything, I am cool with that. I mean, I'll do that with you all day. I'm I'm totally fine. I don't know about, like, a nose swab thing up your nose. I've never... I've seen how big those things are. They, they send you this little diagram when you sign up. And honestly, it looks longer than a pen. I'm holding one right now. It looks longer than, like, the average pen that you hold in your hand. And, like... I'm not sure if I'm supposed to do it. I hope they do it because I don't think physically I have like the mental like stability in my mind to say, I'm going to shove this thing up my nose and I'm just going to start, you know, going in circles and whatnot. I hope it's just one nostril too. But then again, you know, if like you go up one nostril and like you, you know, like you F with it up there, maybe you want the second one also. I'm not sure just yet. <clears throat> however it happens though, <clears throat> excuse me, however it happens, however it gets done. I mean, I'm all for it. I just... I don't know if I'm supposed to be worried. I haven't been thinking about it, to be honest. Um, I don't know if anyone out there has actually gotten one of these before. But, um, man, it'll be an experience. I'm sure I'm going to have plenty of... I'll have something to talk about next Friday, I'm, I'm sure. Um, I mean, hell, quarantine for two and a half days. I'm bound to have something interesting to talk about after the first week of being back at school and everything. So there's bound to be something to bring forward next Friday. And, you know, we've been hitting a pretty good average here. Like, we hit an hour sometimes on these. Last week, I think it was like 40 minutes. I was out of it. What was it? Last Thursday, I I think I recorded. Last Thursday, I mean, I remember I was, I was complaining about the Steelers because I, I was genuinely, like, a little mad that week about it. You know, I, I knew it was coming. I knew something bad was going to happen, but I just, like, didn't. I guess I didn't like mentally prepare well enough, but I knew it was there and I, I knew I could have like said something, but I didn't for some reason. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, yeah, I wonder what senioritis is going to feel like. I know a lot of people won't be at school this semester. I thought last semester was weird. You know, I, I got a solo room for the whole final year I have. Last semester, I mean, I was I was completely fine with having my own room and everything. I was on the first level, got the laundry room right there. There's the back door. My car was always in the back lot because I, like, if I went somewhere, usually it was like midday when everyone else was in class. Because when you're when you're older, you take classes at different times. So you know, it was it was interesting. 
I, I really like that. But it was so weird. I mean, like I I saw like two people max because I did my laundry like every like six or seven days every week. But like there, there's no one. No one's out in the hallway walking. No one's in the uh, laundry rooms. Normally, my first year up at school in Pittsburgh, there's people everywhere. You know, you have to wait in line to put your damn laundry in the washing machine. And you know, if you leave your stuff in the washer long enough, you got all these like, you know, like, oh, we're so cool. We're so much older than everyone. We're like more sophisticated. They would come and take your stuff out of the washer and throw it on top of a dryer if they were waiting for you to move your stuff to a dryer. I actually saw a girl try and do this to my clothes one time. I was, just, I was, uh, I took like books into the laundry room. It's a true story. I took books into a laundry room. I was like writing out my notes for a chapter and I forget what class it was. It was my first semester and I was writing down notes and everything. And, you know, I knew like laundry, it says on the thing, I had like 30 minutes. I'm like, well, I'm not going up three levels just to go up there and come back down. So I was just like chilling there. I had headphones in, I was writing stuff down and, um, I mean, I was in it for, I was like in the mode, like I was like writing stuff and I was like learning and making like clean, fancy notes. And I was like making nice handwriting and everything. And this girl, I don't know if she was a freshman. I'm pretty sure she was a little bit older. She comes in and, um, she's one of those girls that has like that big ass, like roller coaster laundry hamper looking thing. Like, like you could easily like fold three bodies and like stack them up like a snowman in this thing. And I'm not even joking. And it's on wheels. It has like the little handle and everything. So she's like wheeling it in. And there's like these tables right next to the washers. And I was just kind of like chilling there. I had a timer on my phone. I guess I didn't hit the button, but it never went off. And there's this girl, like I could tell by like where she was standing. Cause it was like, it's like a half wall and you can kind of see over it. I can see like the top of her head. She's like right at the washer that I was at that I put my stuff in. And I get up because I'm just curious. And I was like, maybe it's time. I get up. She's like, she's pulling my underwear out of the washing machine and she's throwing it behind her back. And like, she did like five or six pieces of clothing. Like three of them hit like the, the dryer. The other three like fell in front of it and everything. And I was just like, yo, what the hell? But I didn't say anything. And I went over and I told her, these are my clothes. And I, I picked them up off the ground she she was so apologetic she didn't she didn't mean to do it I, I mean obviously she meant to do it you know she's trying to get her stuff in the washer but she was she was sorry because she got caught because i was there and you know i wasn't gonna like you know go crazy or berserk or you know flip a table or anything like that nothing like that you know i, I was honestly laughing a little bit but um i was like i'm just waiting for a dryer and this is why i think she wasn't a freshman she said oh just pull someone's stuff out i tell people I, I tell people this all the time so I was like, what do you mean? And she opens up two dryers. And again, I only used one washer here. She took like two people's clothes out of the dryer and tossed them on top, but mixed them. So like, I think it was a guy and a girl. Otherwise this guy wears like panties or something, throws them on top of the washer, mixes them up like a deck of Uno cards. And she's like, now you can put it in. I'm like wide eyed. I'm like, I can't believe you just like touched someone else's laundry. Like if I saw you doing that, like mixing my stuff with girls clothes, I, I might not be laughing so much. Like this, this was innocent at first, but now I'm like, what is this? Like they're treating this like a side hustle here. You know, like we're, we don't use quarters at these washing machines and everything. We don't, we don't do none of that stuff, but it's like free to us. And 
you know, like there's never a reason to really like get mad or make a big deal. Like, yeah, you know, someone pulled your clothes out when they were wet out of the dryer and everything. Like, yeah, that, that crap happens all the time. That actually hasn't happened to me though. Just this washing machine story. <laughs> I remember, um, those public washers, um, <clears throat> excuse me, back here at home that you can go to. Um, I remember like we, we had, where was that? It was like, all the places around this like quarter washer dryer place, it was like, you know, Hispanic people, you know, it was, it was Hispanic territory, you know, cause you had the Mexican restaurant, you had the T-Mobile store, but it's all in Spanish. I mean, that's just the area that, that it was in. It was by our house. And, um, people watch you in those things. I don't know if anyone out there has actually been to one of these public washer and dryer places, but they will watch you like a hawk when you go in. Because if you go anywhere near their shit, they are going to come over and say something. And if they don't say something, they're going to do something physically with their hands probably to you. Like people like, and I don't blame them personally. I'd probably do the same thing. Like they're on point. These guys are on check. They are going to make sure you ain't touching their stuff. You're not, you're not stealing their quarters or, you know, you're trying to like shove pennies in the machine so that way they can't like get a dry or something like that. I don't know what the hell they do. But that's something that I noticed was that, you know, people watch that stuff like a hawk. And I was like, imagine if I stayed down here and I watched everyone and just saw what they did. Like, I don't think personally, I moved someone's stuff out of the dryer at school once. Personally, I don't think I would want to move someone's clothes out of the dryer if other people were in there. Because what if that's the person like in, in this case with me, I was the person that was there. And out of the three washers that were finished that she could have pulled from, it was mine. If it was someone else, would I have gotten up or said something? Probably not. I probably wouldn't have actually. But I'm like, if 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 I was alone, sure. I'd go fast. Absolutely. And that's what I did one time with someone's clothes in the dryer. But otherwise, I, I don't think I'm like gutsy enough and ballsy enough to do that with like a lot of people in the room. Or just one, to be honest. I don't think I have. I don't think I could do that. To me, that's like, you've, you've got balls to do that. And I don't think I'm that kind of person that could do that. But I, I, I got sidetracked. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Yeah, but you came here for a story, didn't you? Oh, yeah. So anyway, wow, we went on a big, big segue there. Um, oh, yeah, I was talking about, I was talking about, I was talking about the washer and dryers at school. Going back to school during COVID, I mean, there's not supposed to be that many people as there was last semester. Like, I talked to quite a few people that I know personally. They're like, I am not coming back. A friend of mine, she's actually graduating um, remotely. Like, she she was a resident on campus. She was a few doors down from me this past semester in the fall. And she told me right, right before she left, like, I'm not coming back next semester. Because, like, she can do everything online. I think she's... I think she's marketing. She's marketing. She's like, I am not coming back. And I'm like, I don't, I don't blame you. You know, like for me, for film and everything, some classes can be done remotely, but majority of them, you know, you have to be in person. You know, you have to actually pick up the camera, hold the boom mic. You know, you have to actually be there in person. I mean, the 360 cameras were used. You have to actually like be there and do it and use them. We had, we had someone that did it remotely this year. I don't know if he's doing it again. And, um, it, it's it's what it is. You know, you got to roll with the punches here. I, I found myself saying that quite a bit last semester to myself. Uh, that's that's a boxing term. I kept saying to myself, you know, roll with the punches. You, you know, you know, 
we're in strange circumstances. You don't know, you know, what today's going to bring. You don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. You just know, like, what's in front of you at this moment. Like, something can change easily in, like, an hour. Heck, some shit changed in, like, five minutes for me last semester. It's just the way it goes. So, you know, you roll with the punches. You just go with what's given, what's being handed out. Uh, really, I mean, that's, like, all you can do at this point. Um, I can think of quite a few times. You know, where things have changed this past semester, where you have to roll with the punches. You just have to go with like whatever the hell's going on. Classes got canceled sometimes. You know, when this, our school announced that, you know, we had a positive case and like people were like a little on edge. People were like freaking out a little bit inside. I remember I went to the dining hall like half an hour after the email was sent out to get dinner. And people like all of a sudden, like, People that don't do the social distancing when we first got back to school, all of a sudden they're doing it like, oh my God, now there's actually someone like it's real. Like, oh my God, something's happened. Well, yeah, of course it's real. You should have should have been doing this from the start, you dummy. Of course it's real. But like people like keep their distance. Yeah, when you get in line to get food, you have to keep your distance. And people actually kept their distance. I mean, like people, I, I mean, obviously some people don't know what six feet is. Some people stand like 12 feet away. And I'm like, yeah, you're kind of off, but... You know, it's interesting to see, you know, once you actually have that positive case in the school, people change a little. People will change. If you've seen my, um, if you've seen my vlogs on YouTube, you might remember Thomas from last year. We used, we used to get dinner or lunch sometimes. And, um, we'd eat in this like big tent that was put out between two of the resident halls. And, um. He's like, after the email was sent out, he said, I don't know if we should, you know, do this for a while. And I was like, yeah, I completely understand. Like, I mean, we were personally rolling the dice because we would sit at the same like table and that was not six feet between us and we're eating and I'm like, you're rolling the dice, but I know that he's being safe. He knows I'm being safe. You know, it's like that mutual trust that you have in someone that you know is smart and safe about these kind of things. So, you know, that's kind of, that's like an example of how like people will shake this up. People will roll the dice. There were, there were athletes that, you know, they're just like, you know, F the rules. We're, we're athletes. We're going to do whatever the hell we want. Those lower campus parties and everything, they still went on. You know, don't, don't let this, you know, go the wrong way or anything. Cause you know, oh, you're not supposed to talk about all oh, you betrayed us. No, I've never got invited anyway. Those parties would still happen. And if you didn't think they were, you're, you're crazy. You know, you know, someone's bringing the boom box. Someone's bringing the alcohol. You got, we had people from other schools at a bust that happened. I found this out from a friend, but there was a bust with other people from other schools, other local colleges around us in Pittsburgh. And I'm like, what in the hell is wrong with these people? You know, like you see like these like, um, celebrities is the word I'm looking for. Celebrities, you know, retired athletes, current athletes, even back in the summertime, like they're hosting these big parties and everything. And um, they're like, you know, COVID can't get us. And someone's like, oh, I got tested. I'm negative. Or they're wearing a mask. And, you know, there's all these photos of them not wearing a mask, you know, like two feet away from someone or, you know, people are making out with each other and everything. And that's what's wrong. And so then you're starting to see athletes that, you know, aren't famous, don't really have money, you know, not that smart. You know, they're all out there doing these parties on like a really small campus. Like our campus is, it's, it's a nice size in my opinion, especially when no one's there. First of all, I mean, last semester was quiet. This, this semester, I'm going to be like, I'll be like banging books out or some, some shit at this point, but it's a small campus. 
Yeah, you can get away with some things on a small campus. You can't get away with everything on a small campus. The more people that are involved in something, the worse it is. Always. Always, always, always. That's always the way it goes. There were some people on my floor my first year at school. This is when Thomas and I were roommates. And he went home most weekends because he only lives like an hour away or something. So I don't blame him. He had a, he had his... He had his woman back home, so he had to go do his own thing. But when I was there, I mean, I'd stayed up there. I mean, I'm three and a half hours. I'm like 200 damn miles away from home. I stay up on weekends. And this was right before Chrissy and I started dating, actually. Like, um, weekends were just like quiet for me. Like an eerie quiet. You know, I'd, I'd be in my room by myself majority of weekends you know, I didn't really know anyone that, you know, would go into the city with me that much. I mean, my old roommate and I, we we did a few times, but, you know, he was with other friends and I don't blame him for that. But um, I was just kind of like wondering, like, you know, is this what weekends are going to be like for me? You know, you had like a homework assignment or something left and right. But, you know, for the most part, just weekends, like I'm up in my room, like watching TV or Netflix or, you know, I'm just chilling, you know, and there'd be these... uh girls that would come running up and down the hallway and the hallway that I was in, in the building, um, you have the long hallway and then the short hallway. My room was on the short hallway, but think of like an L. If you drew out an L, I'm on the bottom part of the L, the short part. And then you got the long, tall part in the L. These girls would come running down the hallway really fast, stomping their feet and everything. And they would yell at the top of their lungs, rave night and they just do it repeatedly and i mean we're talking like you know we're not starting this at 9 p.m like come midnight you know it starts and there's music popping and everything and like the resident assistant was nowhere to be seen and you know you just don't know what the hell's going on but they got all these um they had like uh, beach balls and they're kicking them in the hallway and all that stuff and like come 2 a.m like i'd watch i watch boxing or ufc on saturday nights and main event would start like sometime around midnight anyway so like i wasn't gonna like complain or anything i don't care but then they'd start going and knocking on everyone's door and i'm like yo what the hell is this like they seriously like you could hear like the knock slowly working their way up to the door and then when they got to your door you just hear it like plain as day and they'd knock they they woke me up one time actually at like i don't know maybe it was like four in the morning and it was it was a sunday into a monday it was like monday morning 4 a.m and you know i i wasn't gonna have any of this you know, Thomas lucked out though, because he would come back normally on Monday mornings before his first class. So he missed out. He lucked out on that is what happened to him. He lucked out big time. So there was that. But yeah, I mean, it was, it's nice when the campus is quiet. I'll be honest. You know, at first for me, it was eerie. It was just kind of like strange, you know, like your first semester there and like, you're not used to it. Cause I'm, I'm used to being at, at the house by myself back when I used to work and I was still at like in community college. Cause both my parents would work like middle of the day. I'm here by myself. Like I was completely cool with that. Like the first time you're like by yourself at night, it's just like a little eerie at first. You got to get used to it. Part of growing up. But when you do get used to it, it's actually pretty cool. So this past semester when I'd be in my room all the time, I was like, you know, it's not that bad. It's really not that bad at all. You know, I had... I had I had TV, I had I had uh, music, I had radio, I had the internet. I was like, shit, I mean, I'm just 
chill. You know, I could go get breakfast or go get lunch whenever. I mean, you really, I mean, it felt like an apartment, especially since you're by yourself. I had a, I had a coffee maker, still got that coffee maker. God bless it. Yeah, that shit will be popping come Saturday morning, probably. I mean, it's just beautiful. You know, it's strange because there's not a lot of people there. And it may sound selfish to say, like, you like it that way. But honestly, when you have, like, no one on campus, especially weekends. Weekends is a ghost town. The only people that stayed on weekends, and I still believe this firmly, international people, athletes, and myself. No one else. I mean, this place will clear out. I know it's majority a commuter school. But this joint will clear out. I promise you that. And it would happen. I mean, I talked to someone that worked in the dining hall. He said, like, you know, we saw like 20 people for brunch today. And I'm like, oh, my God, 20 people. Or in like dinner time, like we saw like 60 people, like 60 people. Now, like, that's just insane. Like, I get it. You know. People that, you know, want to be around people, you know, they can't stay there. You're not allowed to, like, congregate in groups and everything. But that's a low number, man. That's a really low number. But like I said, roll with the punches, man. You got to roll with these punches and see where it takes you. That's what this next semester is definitely going to be my last semester. I mean, that's something can change, like, every five minutes. It really can. You know, I had a I had a teacher actually had to get a uh, COVID test because he wasn't sure, and we were taking an eight week class, and my one of my other teachers had to come say like yeah class is canceled for the next you know two weeks he had to go get his test and as a safety precaution because of the county we're not allowed to have have let let you have a class in person and it was it was like a in person class you actually use like actual equipment and everything and I'm like oh my gosh like this backs everything up. So yeah, you gotta roll with this stuff. I mean, we walked into that class. It was outside in a tent. We walked there and like classes, like we're, we waited like 10 minutes and then like the teacher came out, the other teacher and said like, yeah, ain't happening. Like that's how quickly things can change. I had quite a few phone calls with my girlfriend, with a few friends back home. I talked to my brother a few times and like, They'd be like, so what's going on? I'm like, like, well, how much time do you have? Like, I tell you a lot of stuff. Like, what do you want to know? The school, myself, how classes are going, the world, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh. I mean, what do you want to know? You know, it, it, things would just change rapidly, so rapidly. Honestly, it's kind of surprising at first how quickly everything can change. It really is. But man, I just remember, you know, you walk out there. Class is canceled completely. And you say to yourself, like, man, and this is like a teacher. This is like one of my five classes that I'm taking. I think I was taking five. And you're thinking, you know, how bad can this thing really get? And, you know, when they talk about that that second wave and everything and they're talking, I mean, we were, I think that happened in like late September, early October. You know, like we, we were waiting for, some for like that second wave. I think they said like winter time where we are now. And like, it was just starting to get a little cold outside. And you know, like that, that drive of like fear and drama and everything. You, you really wonder like, you know, how, how bad are things going to get? Like when, when is it so bad? Like how worse can things really get? And that's honestly, that's honestly like how you, how you prepare yourself for, you know, what's ahead, what's next. It's just, just the way it is. So, 
Roll with the punches. That is... That is something I've had to continuously tell myself. I learned it from boxing, and it, it works so well in this situation, and it's probably something you're going to take with you. Roll with the punches here. Um, I mean, when we worked on... Uh, when I worked on the film set, I think this was mid to late October now. You know, it was really cold outside. There was wind, it was cold, it was everything. And, you know, we're coming off like a teacher thinking he had COVID and everything. And then, you know, the news would continuously tell you that cases were getting worse. And, you know, you don't know exactly what what you're going to do just yet. You know, what's going on? And, you know, like three days back to back to back filming and everything. And you really hope, you know, you're wearing a mask, you're washing your hands, you're doing all the right things. You know, like you're hoping, you know, this this is everything I have to do and more. And hopefully there's nothing else and nothing nothing else bad happens. So the, the best advice that I got from, you know, being on the film set with COVID going on was, you know, I, I was told by by a friend, you know, if you turn up the gain on your microphone, because I, I was doing the boom mic for that, turn up the gain on your mic, you know, you it, I didn't know fully if I was editing the film just yet, but he said, when you're editing your stuff in post, you know if you turn up the gain on your mic, you can filter out the ambient noise that you add to it and compress. And I don't know how many people, you know, actually catch on to something like that, but that was the advice that was given to me, and it was it was pretty pretty decent advice that he passed along to me. And when, on the windier days, we had the dead cat. It looks like the, uh, it's like the fluffy cattail that you can put on the microphone. You know, it's windy. I had to walk. We're moving outside. You know, you can only fight the wind so much. Because you have the normal sleeve where it has the road logo on it. Because it was, it was a road boom like that my uh, producer had me using. You know, you can only do so much with the dead cat. Um... You know, because you can play with the gain so much, but if you turn it up too high, you're still gonna get, you know, you're still gonna get that that feedback some sometimes. You know, I remember we we were about there was a scene where I'm allowed to talk about this. Two people were walking down a hill. The wind's blowing. It's like four or five in the afternoon. The sun's starting to set. We're walking down the hill backwards. You know, I I tried so many times to get this right, and even in post, it, I could see it was terrible the way it was recorded for me. You know the the wind was so bad and it was coming down the hill. The wind was blowing through the trees, coming down the hill, right to the microphone because we were walking towards the lake backwards. And you could just pick up wind. Like I heard wind. You could hear the microphone move. The wind was actually pushing the microphone and the connection was getting pulled in and out. Cause you could hear like this. Um, it sounds like a rattle. Like when you start a car, like you hear like a little rattle, but it's like really like, quiet and kind of silent in the background you could hear this rattle and i think we did like five or six takes of this every time i heard it and i, I mean i had like the uh i had like good headphones like the sound condenser ones and you know it's it's the uh, noise canceling and like you're truly hearing what the microphone's getting you don't hear anything else and it was rattling so much and every time like i i try to fix it but the wind was just so bad I had to actually do a take where the recorder we were using, it had 180 directional microphones. It looks like two uh, like thimble looking things on top and they cross over and make an X. So what you had to do 
was, you know, to fight the wind. I actually had to do this. The first scene is outside that we filmed. I had to angle myself in a way to block off the wind. And even that was hard. You know, I actually had to take a hand and like cut off the wind where it was because the microphone on both of them were so sensitive. One shooting out to the left, the other shooting out to the right. They, they make the diagonal cross. And, you know, you're hoping that, you know, the wind just doesn't blow for a few minutes, but you have to actually block it off. Speaking of sound, I just think I lost the sound of my microphone. Nope, there it is. Okay. And I'll tell you what. Huh. These microphones, man. You know, they, this is one of those USB plug-in microphones that, you know, they, they do a good job. But, you know, for some reason, like, if the cord is, like, moved at all while you're recording, I mean, like, It'll sound like garbage. I, I think people that have listened probably know what I'm talking about. It happens every now and then. It's a great segue in sound. Huh. What else? What else is going on in this joint? You know, it's uh, the inauguration happened today, but I don't know. Probably probably shouldn't be talking anything about that. You know, politics these days. My goodness. Everyone's got to put that opinion out on Facebook. Everyone's got to say, you know, what it is they believe, what it is they're into, and... um I was on Facebook. That was a mistake today. I went on Facebook. I went on Twitter today. And it was actually decent. Just, you know, people were retweeting, verified, you know. Celebrities saying like, oh, America's, you know, going to go to hell. And America's going to be better because of what's going on. <laughs> it's just a mess out there. You know, I love when I can have conversations with people. And there's like no politics at all. I, I love it. I really do. You know. I don't know what it is. Like, people just get real defensive during talks with politics. Like, we don't listen to each other anymore. We really don't. You'd think, you know, if I came to you and said, you know, I got my my ass ruined because of taxes. And you say, oh, well, you probably voted for so-and-so and you should have voted for this. And I didn't even get, I didn't even say that. You asked me, did you do your taxes? Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't, it wasn't a great return, you know, stuff like that. Just like simple stuff. And, you know, I know the word toxic is, is used now for like social media and people and everything. And I think, um, people that inject politics into just average conversation, it's toxic. I don't use that a lot. I don't, I don't think I ever use that term, but that really is like a toxic thing to do. You know, you could be talking about cooking, sports, whatever it may be. And someone's going to bring politics into it and how politics will affect, you know, what you're cooking for breakfast or, you know, the game that you watched last night. You know, just simple stuff like that. And I find that like a big problem. You know, there are some people that I'm friends with on Facebook. All they do is just bash politics. That That's all they do. It's interesting because... When the Capitol riot happened, I didn't know what was going on just yet, but Facebook, I was scrolling because I was trying to get to the marketplace to see a listing that I put up. And um, I saw a video on my feed when I first opened Facebook on my phone, and I kept scrolling. Then you see like both sides of this, and you're like, well, what the hell is going on first? And you finally get there, and you're like, oh my god, this is what's going on. I don't know, it's just, you get tired of it. You have to get tired of it. Seeing politics all the time, hearing people talk about, you know, no matter what their age is, if they have a Facebook, if they have a Twitter, an Instagram, a Snapchat, a 
a Reddit, you know, all, anything, anything. They are going to inject their opinions and their feelings, you know. I've always believed you shouldn't have to value, you know, a person based off their political beliefs. That's just, you know, it's childish. That's child's play right there. You know, you shouldn't have to value it based off that, based off religion. I've always viewed it that way. You know, there's so many other issues with day-to-day conversation. But I feel like one of the biggest things that can, like, really spur things out of control is politics. And that could, it happens within our houses, even. You know, divide, division. Like, well, we're under the same damn roof, for God's sakes. You know, it's it's okay to have, like, an actual conversation. But, you know, when you're bashing the other side and you know the other person supports the other side. You know, that that to me, that's overstepping a line. And, you know, if you can't have peace in your own four walls, how can you expect to have peace out in the world? I've always felt that way. You know, you can believe whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. You you can support whatever you want. Doesn't mean you have to go and put it all over Facebook and Instagram. Because that to me, that's like an open invitation saying, like, I want someone to come at me because I don't have anything going on for the next three hours. And I want to blow up this comment section. I want to fight people in it. That's worthless. It's a waste of time. But you know, why, why the hell would you do that in the first place? I, I've always wondered, especially with older people. You know, you have a Facebook account. And I get it. You know, you got on when Facebook first popped up. And, you know, playing Farmville. Remember Farmville? We'll come back to Farmville. Do you remember, like, people would post, you know, simple pictures like of what they did on a weekend, but they posted on a Tuesday because they had to pull it off a camera and actually upload it on the computer that way. And it took like two minutes for the photos to actually upload. And then like when albums came out, people would upload like a whole album. They just like empty like their camera's SD card on Facebook. And you know, it was it was like all love in the comments. You know, you're supporting one another and you weren't just scrolling past. Like you'd look at it, And, like, you'd leave a comment or you'd leave a like because, you know, it's, like, the new thing. Like, we're all still adapting to what, you know, social media could be. You know, now we just, like, we scroll way the hell past everything. (laughs) You know, I find myself doing it. I try to leave something when I'm on social media because, you know, I found it interesting. Instagram will track my likes. It will let me know what days I like it. So what I did was I started liking certain Instagram posts and I wanted to see like, well, what days do I actually like get on? What time of day? Because it tracks all that stuff. You know, the app, I don't think it does. I don't think the app tells you exactly when you're on if you like try and check it, like analytics for your Instagram that way. But just based off like your likes, if you do that, you can actually see like when you get on. I found that interesting. But Farmville, let's get to Farmville. Who here remembers Farmville? I mean, Farmville was just, you know, that was like next level. That was like, uh, was it Skyrim? No, it wasn't Skyrim. What was it? World of Witchcraft? No, World of Warcraft. I remember that game. And like Farmville came out. That's like, that was like, you know, the agriculture of like Facebook. I think it was Zynga did that. Do they still own it? I have no idea. But Zynga was Farmville. It was Cityville. Did we talk about this last week? I feel like we did. I think I might have talked about something like this. This is a problem. I need someone to like tell me what the hell I talked about now. 
But man, Farmville, I mean, you know, some people just got on Facebook for Farmville. I remember um, I had a friend back in like middle school. I think I got a Facebook in middle school. In middle school, you know, like he like asked me every day, like, make sure you send me like my gift like daily on Farmville and stuff like this kid went all out, you know, like you could upgrade like the size of like your plots and your land and grow like all these exotic crops and make a fortune and everything. And, um, here I was, what I did, you know, there was a hack that not a lot, you know, it's not really a hack, but it's like a hack that you could do on Farmville. You could set up, uh, like white fence. You could put up like four of them. And what I found out is if you put your little farmer character inside the fence, he can't go because like you have to click point and click and like he'd have to walk halfway across the farm to do something. What we found out was you could actually like fence in your farmer character, your avatar, and it would automatically like walk up to the fence where you clicked and it wouldn't go any farther. Take like a second and it'll just instantly do what it was supposed to do. And so you save him like all this time. And, you know, I, I came back to this friend one day and I told him and I, I was like, I'm the big shit. Like I'm walking on the block. I am the shit now. Like I am, I am the coolest cat in the room. I come in and I tell him this and he's like, I don't, well, he was a little more, he had a salty link. Like, I don't fucking believe you. That's not true. So we had, a we had a few computers. We had a computer lab too. And sometimes we had like computer lab time. So we go in, we always sat next to each other and he's like, I don't believe this. And I'm like, try it. And he was already logged into Facebook and everything. He's already like on Farmville. And uh, like I show him my farm and I'm like, see, it works. He's like, holy shit. So he goes over to his and um, I, I, I forget what the currency thing is. It's like, you know, five Farmville tokens or something like that. You know, it's like Chuck E. Cheese tokens or something. And he's like, five whatevers for a piece of fence and I have to get four of them? That's a ripoff. And I'm like, well, how badly do you want to save time? And he just like looks at me. <laughs> you know, here we are. If I was in like fifth and sixth grade, what was I like 12, 13? Something like that. But he like just looks at me. And I'm like, well, <laughs> what are you going to do? And so he buys the fence and he does it. And he's like, okay, maybe this was worth it. Farmville was just something. I, I seriously, like... People, I didn't even have like some friends on Facebook I knew. They just knew that I was on Farmville. Because you could check people's like Farmville stats in like a Facebook profile. I remember this. There was like, a, what was it? It was like a separate page. Because you have like under your profile, you had like the home tab. You had the profile, photos, videos, and something else. But then next to that was... um. I think it was like Zynga stats or something for games. Cause there's a lot of games on Facebook that you could like intertwine with your Facebook account, but it gives you all these stats for all the games. And you could go to other people's Facebook accounts that were not private. And you could actually like see their Farmville stats. And if you see like they're a level 212, you're like, well shit, I'm going to be friends with this guy just for Farmville. You know, you don't give a shit about some guy in the Ukraine that, you know, locks dogs for a living. You don't care about that. You're just there for the Farmville stuff. I guess my account wasn't private. I wonder if it is. I should check that. But like, that's how like some people found me. And I, I didn't know. I was, I was like seventh grade. You know, it's not like they're going to send me messages or anything. It's like, they just want like 
the daily gift because you know you could send like the free gifts to each other and, like gift them a chicken or a pig or you know crops i remember it was the it was like the virtual like um fertilizer spraying that like revives like the dead crops and everything if they didn't get to it in time so like people would do that for each other it was one of the weirdest things to be honest like i'm still surprised you know i think farmville is still around but i'm pretty sure like they've added so much to it i know it's an app now you can get but man i mean farmville that was that was like the move back in the time that was back in what 2010 yeah it was over a decade ago that was probably earlier too like that was the move like you know you'd have like older friends that you're friends with on facebook that maybe you went to school with or you just happen to know you're like a level 15 in farmville and when they join you they're like a level like 80 or 100 and you're like god i want to get there like i want the chicken coop and i want the damn farmhouse and like people really went all out on this game <laughs> but you know you'd have to spend money on some stuff and you could tell when people actually spent money on stuff you know like you can buy with like the in-game tokens you earn from your crops and everything. But then, and this was in every like Zynga Facebook game out there. You had to like shovel actual money if you wanted something. I used to play uh, 8-Ball Pool on my phone back like two or three years ago all the time. And I still, you know, I'll come back to it every now and then when I'm bored. But same thing. Like you have to shovel like $10 for some things. Or you have to like, you know, a dollar for like three spins on the big wheel after you get like one free and you get like these like sissy coin prizes and whatnot. And you're like, well, this sucks ass because I wanted, you know, like the, the the cool pool cue that practically does it for you and everything. But, you know, I play a lot of people. I like to always play those um, all or nothing matches. I also played a, played a game called Soccer Stars. I, I used to play that my first year back up in Pittsburgh. I'd play that game and same with the pool game you'd play it's like one-on-one -on -one. you'd play someone and like they do like this incredible trick shot where they have like you know some guidance and like you can just tell like no they they didn't just do that like they had to have help like you have the special pool cue or you have like the special power up in the soccer game or something and so you're like no nah, there's no way in hell this guy just did this but you'd play so many guys like that and it would always advertise. They didn't, in those games, they don't advertise other games or apps or anything. They advertise the stuff that they want you to pay for. I'm like, man, this is some jacked up stuff right here. But it's how people pay money for this stuff. People shovel loads of money for this stuff. Now, I, I haven't been on Xbox or PlayStation in a very long time. Nor Nintendo or any video games, to be honest. I try to just keep it to phone games, you know, because I'm not trying to waste so much time on video games like I used to when I was younger. But I know like um, loot crates and you have to you have to buy stuff and whatnot. And there's some games where the only way to actually like solve something is to actually buy all that stuff. You know, that that's like the dirty part of games now. You know, back when you used to play like the more retro arcade games and then even into like the early 2000s, you didn't buy stuff. There wasn't the online connection. Hell, not until... I think it was the Wii was the first one to do online connection. Maybe. Maybe it was the 360. I'm not sure. But you had to actually, like... You had to earn it. You know, like... I, 
you know, you see like older shows and movies, you see like those kids really fighting to uh, get their initials that they can put in like the uh, score leaderboard on like a Pac-Man or Mario or whatever. And then, uh, you know, when we had the home systems and everything, we switched to, you know, you had to earn something. It was Legend of Zelda. You had to earn something on GameCube. I forget what it was. Jacob would kill me if, if he knew I even knew that. And um, what was the other one? Mm, I think it was... I want to say Crash Bandicoot, but I'm not sure if that's true. I think it was Sonic. But you had to earn stuff. You had to actually like physically play the game for hours on end to earn it. You know, you, you couldn't just, you know, buy your way through. And now they want you to buy your way through because that's the only way to do it. Tell you what, man, when you get that internet connection on those big consoles on your on your big ass TV and you know, you already spend enough on the TV and the console and the controllers, and it just so happens you can buy the, the ten dollar wristbands and you can buy a t-shirt and the t-shirt has a code on it that, you know, instead of $10 on this thing you have to buy, it's like $2. And it's just all this, you know, BS that's all intertwined and everything. But man, back, back when, what game was it? It was for the Wii. I remember when we got a Wii at my house for a Christmas present. It was a game where you had to use internet connection to actually like beat a level. Because you had to play someone else. I forget what game it is now. And like, I was like, what? Yeah, you, you have to play someone. Like a real person, you're not playing the computer. But you actually have to play someone. But that's my little sidetrack for video games and everything. This These podcasts when I'm by myself, it's a whole like sidetrack. It really is. It's just me like saying dumb stuff. I think I've talked for enough. I'm, I'm pretty sure most people have already tuned out of this by now. But um, yeah. The last one here in in Maryland. Next podcast, I'm sure I'll have plenty to talk about with um, getting my COVID test for the first time, quarantine, first week back at school, you name it. Because by the time you've listened to this, I'm probably already moved in. I might already be in quarantine, actually, by the time you're listening. So go through the long quarantine, and um, that's pretty much it. That's that's a wrap for this this Friday podcast. Um, you know, it's it's been it's been surprising. I didn't think I was gonna stick with it this long, but we still seem to have some stuff to talk about left and right. So uh we'll just take it. So thanks for listening and uh let's hand it over to Scotty now for a word from our sponsor. Yeah, yeah, you know what it is. It's your boy Scotty out here. Uh hey, listen, Scotty Vlogs, my YouTube channel. Uh it's a real channel out there, okay? It's none of that fake Hollywood garbage, alright? Get get rid of that Hollywood BS on your YouTube search, clean your browsing history unsubscribe from those crappy channels come to a place that's real follow a guy on a real journey you know really doing real things you know because that's what real people do in the real world so go and do that um that's our only sponsor it's the only sponsor this year so far but thank you all so much for the support on the podcast we have a new instagram as well we will put a link to that in the description here on spotify and whatever else we get listened to on um so go show some love, Scotty Vlogs, the Instagram page that we don't do anything on. And that's a wrap for this. Enjoy the weekend, and we will talk next Friday. <laughs>